biggest and costliest flops, an all-star primetime cautionary tale unto itself. And yet it was created and produced by a team with a solid pedigree in genre programming. What really happened aboard Super Train? I'm Jessica Linverdi, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for February 7th, the very day in 1979 that NBC debuted a show that it was banking on in a big way. Super Train involved a nuclear-powered passenger train with all sorts of amazing amenities, a hair salon, a swimming pool, an onboard hospital, and, because this was 1979, a disco. It required a special wide track running from the Big Apple to L.A., with several stops at cities both large and small in between, all of it paid for by an elderly railroad magnate who was determined to bring back the passenger train. Oh, and it was pretty much a bullet train, too, moving far faster than a typical train. In a way, Super Train was like the love boat on wheels. There was a cast of characters running the train from episode to episode, but the real action was with the guest stars, and whatever baggage, both literal and metaphorical, they brought aboard with them. Millions of viewers were tuning in for the Pacific Princess every week, so surely they'd tune into a show with a double-wide nuclear train for more of the same, right? NBC was counting on it. Actually, NBC president Fred Silverman was counting on it, as the show was one of his mid-season favorites. $10 million were spent on building and filming elaborate model trains, as well as full-size exteriors of at least part of the train and five sound stages worth of all of the train's interior sets. Camera crews were dispatched to roll film on actual cross-country trains to gather background footage of scenery speeding by, which would be rear-projected through the windows of the interior train sets. It was the most expensive show that had ever been produced for American TV in 1979. And the problem was, audiences didn't buy into it. Blowing a huge amount of money on miniature photography is a great plan if you're making Thunderbirds. But Super Train then had to spend even more money to bring in guest stars for each trip aboard the train. One episode alone featured Zsa Zsa Gabor, Lyle Wagner, Peter Lawford, Abe Vigoda, and Sally Kirkland. Tony Danza made his second-ever TV appearance in an episode of Super Train, and perhaps the most iconic guest star in the show's short history, Bernie Koppel from The Love Boat. Oh, and halfway through the show's run, nearly the entire cast was swapped out because the show just wasn't working. Oh, also taking over as production designer at the same halfway point was one Herman Zimmerman, nearly a decade before he designed the interior of the Enterprise-D on Star Trek The Next Generation. The talent behind the scenes was prodigious. The creation of the show was credited to multiple Edgar Award-winning mystery writer Donald Westlake and screenwriter Earl Wallace, who would later win an Oscar for the screenplay of the Harrison Ford movie Witness. And the showrunner trying desperately to keep Super Train on track was Dan Curtis, creator of Dark Shadows. But the ratings just didn't justify continued coast-to-coast Super Train service. After a two-hour pilot movie and only eight episodes, the show was canceled. The expensive model effects could have been amortized over an entire season, but instead, 
NBC had to eat those costs. And that's where it gets worse. NBC had also paid handsomely to land the rights to cover the 1980 Moscow Olympics, which the United States boycotted, leaving the network with nothing to cover and yet another huge bill to pay. The bill run up by Supertrain combined with the cost of securing exclusive rights to Olympic Games that it never covered nearly bankrupted NBC in 1980. To add insult to injury, the original scale model of the Supertrain itself was found in a barn in 2018. All aboard? This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for February 7th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.